Blame it all on my roots. I showed up in boots. Ruined your black tie fair. Run a timeline here, man. I can't be up till 4 a.m. Wow. wow. Welcome back to the watch list with Patty and Bill. You can check out all of our back episodes and our current episode by visiting thewatchlistpod.com. You can engage with us on your social media at symbol the watchlist pod. You can also subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts and make sure that you say Alexa, play the watchlist with Patty and Bill podcast on your Alexa enabled devices. Hey. Hey, what's up? Oh, man. I got to say, a time machine was very needed these okay. last couple of days. Cool. All right. Which is, which is very nifty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I watched a couple of new things. Don't get me wrong. Okay. But um, I went back in time for a few things, and we'll get to that a little bit later. Okay. So, do you want to start? Do you want to flip a coin? Who? Who? What do you want? Eh, go ahead. You start. All right. So, the first thing I have to do, I have a, I have a very special thing just for you and for some very special listeners out there. Mm-hmm. Do you realize that our, we now have a crew of people from the show Sing On listening to our podcast? That is really fucking awesome. It's really fucking awesome. Yes. All right. So we we did the episode where we reviewed uh, Sing On. And I will tell you this. I was contacted by Rebecca, Ashley, and my, and, and my girl of all girls, Alyssa, who are all from episode two. I call them my crew from episode two. <laughs> okay. And then... Shanae, she is from the episode, um, I believe, after that. But the crew from episode two did all the movie themes. Ooh, fun. Yes, and correct. And I kid you not, they have been the sweetest, sweetest commenters and supporters of our podcast. Awesome. And there is tons of love. I am so be- grateful. Between us and Alyssa said that that show has really bonded them. And Alyssa's coming out with a single, and they, they've got music videos going on. Awesome. They've got singles that they're working on. And I swear to you, every one of them is absolutely amazing. So a huge, huge shout out to our, our sing-on crew. You know, that show is the shit, man. That show is the shit. And I wish there were more episodes. And have you tried? Okay. Sidebar. Just, be- Sidebar. Just, between, just between me and you. Mm-hmm. Have you ever tried singing the same shit that they do while they're singing it? I was, but not very well. Oh my god, it's it's because I it's, sing terribly. It's really hard. It is. Well, I mean, so, I can't tell if I'm on key, but I know I'm not because I suck. I mean, come on, my mother. So I was sitting in my room in high school, listening to had headset on with the very first Walkman ever because you know I'm that old listening to whatever it was, singing along. And my mom came in the room and said, are you okay? And I was like, <laughs> what, what do you mean? She's like, I thought you were crying. 
That's how well I sing. Oh my god! Wow. <laughs> I was like, wow. Thanks, mom. Wow. Because I tried singing. I tried going back, especially when Rebecca, who was the first one who contacted us, mm-hmm. and she said, "Thank you so much for the mention and and everything." And I tried to go back and sing the same shit that they did. It's uh-huh. freaking hard, man. It is. it is hard. Oh, man. And then when they have to hit those notes in that that special round that Titus does. Oh, geez. Never. Never would happen for me. Yeah. So major props again oh, to it, all yeah. of the singers on Sing On. Completely props. Uh, all, have, yeah. have you done karaoke? I have. See, and it's all—it's always so disappointing because I want people to listen, and people are still drinking and doing. They don't, they don't pay thing. attention unless you're really good. Yes. And so my choices of songs are all songs that are kind of just screaming, angry type songs. Well, because you love those are that. Each, well, I love that, but also I don't have to totally be on key if I'm just screaming angrily. And I wish, I really wish, every time I go to any karaoke, I look for. Rollins band liar because that is the <laughs> shit and I could totally sing that with no problem. Really? <laughs> yeah. So instead I look for nine inch nails closer. Oh my God. And there are places that have it. And the one place in Vegas didn't realize that he had it because he didn't know the words and he was like shocked that I was singing this. And I'm like, dude, it's in your catalog. If you'd, but, you you might want to screen your songs if you're so worried about the lyrics. Were you singing so much uh, or I were was, you yelling? Do you know the lyrics to Closer? Fuck no. That's the one where he says, I want to fuck you like an animal. <laughs> so regardless of whether I'm singing or screaming, <laughs> that is what shocked him so much. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, first of all, my virgin ears. I can't believe that that just went out over our air. Oh, my God. And the second thing is when I karaoke, I sing Sarah McLaughlin's Angel. Good God. If I tried to do that, they would boo me off the stage. But I, 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 because my my voice lends itself. boo me off the stage. That's how bad I am. Well, I wait till my friends are drunk a little bit so that they don't. But I try to give it a slight little country twang because my voice lends itself that to that that sort of <clears throat> lilt. Okay. But yes, that's my go-to song. I want to sing George Michael. Okay. What I can sing is a completely different story. So how they all got selected for this show blows my mind how did they get selected i honestly don't know oh because one of them one of them posted one of them posted that they had rounds of thousands and tens of thousands of people to be on this show oh wow cool so i guess it was sort of american idolish so for my crew from episode two and and everybody from sing on dm us and let us know what was the process like to yeah, get on like to the know. show. I would love to know. And how did you find out about it? Because when they have brand new shows like this, or even just right. game shows in general, I want to know how people know. Because oh, I want to be in the know. I, I do want to be the last one to know things. Well, we weren't the last one to know things. Well, no, we just I mean, weren't like, in their circle. Well, but I mean, like, 
just in general of my life and gossip, I'm always the last person to know anything. Oh, so am I. I am never the one to be like, hey, did you hear this thing? Until recently, I, you know. I finally, I finally had news about people, about something that nobody else knew. I'm like, I am not the last to know. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And off air, I want to hear what that is so that oh, I'm in the know, too. It's really nothing. It's oh. really nothing, but yeah. That's really upsetting and well, disappointing. You don't, know, you don't know the people involved, so. Oh, uh. But nobody's getting out these days. Any gossip is good gossip. No, not really. All right. No. Never mind. All right. Um, <laughs> but sing on. I, I tried to sing those songs and I thought, oh, yeah. Yes, I think I'll try this. Oh, this will be easy. <laughs> when you try to sing, I will always love you by Whitney Houston. Oh, my, no, never. You First of all. Mm-mm. For Whitney Houston to have belted that out the way that she did. And then for anybody else to be able to karaoke that song. And get the golden note. And hit that and hit that golden note. Mm-hmm. Three separate people to hit different golden notes in Bonk. that round. Right. Redonkulous talent. Fuck yeah. So it, if you think you can sing... Watch Sing On, I Dare You. Well, there are some people who think they can and know they can. Oh, my God. And then there's people like me that are like, yeah, I just sing to make noise. Yeah. And see, I, I, you know what? You put a few drinks into me. I'll sing uh, Sarah McLaughlin's Angel. I will sing um, that, that thing from The Greatest Showman. Okay. Anyway, shout out. Major shout out to all of our new Sing On listening crew, and we appreciate each and every one of you, and we wish you much, much success. Absolutely. That's all right. So damn. what have you got this week? I watched Kiss the Ground on Netflix. It's a documentary with Woody Harrelson as the narrator, and it's about if we fix the dirt and the soil on Earth, that could help reverse climate change and there's an organization that is their definition is of this is to is regenerative agriculture and it's a system of farming principles and practices that increase biodiversity enrich the soil improve the watersheds and enhance the ecosystem services so what they're trying to do is capture carbon in the soil and above ground biomass to reverse these global trends of atmospheric accumulation. So because farmers around the world have been, and especially like during the dust bowl here in America, back in the twenties, thirties, they've been tilling the soil so much that all the nutrients are gone. And there's no way really to reverse that. But this organization has found a way found some different practices that they could do that don't require pesticides or chemicals, which is what farmers are doing now, which is just not helping the soil at all to do that. And that's what this whole documentary is about. And it's really eye-opening to see, you know, how it maybe if we could just fix the soil on a global level, we won't have to necessarily do quite as much as what we're doing and it might be a little faster maybe uh, well 
from your mouth to God's ears because renewable sources of energy, fixing the soil, fixing water, all of it needs to be a priority or there's going to be nothing left. Have you, have you ever looked at your tap water? I've tasted my tap water. See, I always thought Chicago, or at least the areas where I lived, Chicago water was not mm -hmm. bad. But when I take a shower here in Jersey, mm -hmm. after a while, there is a pink film that actually happens in our shower. Hmm. And, and the scary part is in wherever you live, USA, there are acceptable limits of certain things yes. in your, in your water, <laughs> in your soil, what have you. Mm -hmm. The contaminants that legitimately have acceptable limits. And that is the scary bit. So, yes, I agree with you 100%. Yeah. If we took care of our soil, if we took care of our planet, at least we'd have something left to give somebody. Yeah. And yeah. if anybody wants to learn more before watching the movie, uh, kisstheground.com is their website of all the what they're talking about. Awesome. Yeah. Very cool. So that is the first of what I watched. I watched pure entertainment. Uh, you know, again, being on my kick of stuff. Uh -huh. So the first thing I watched was Ted Lasso on Apple TV. How is that? You know. I mean, I mentioned it, but I didn't actually watch it. Well, the thing the thing was, because of how the account is is divvied up, I saw that somebody was four episodes. Oh, that in. was what? that was Dwight. Dwight's totally into it, apparently. And that's and that's when I was texting you, like, have you seen this? When ah, did I gotcha. did I miss a meeting or something like that? <laughs> no. So I figured, you know, so I figured, you know what? I'll just be slow on the uptake. You'll make fun of me and I'll watch episode one of Ted Lasso. No, it, it is basically the European soccer version of Major League. OK. So what had happened was what had happened was what had happened was the owner's wife and the owner get a get a big stinking divorce, dirty, nasty divorce. And in the divorce settlement, she gets the soccer team that the husband loves so much because he's a philanderer and blah, blah, blah. Uh -huh. So she fires the head coach she hires an american regular football coach because <laughs> that's gonna help things because that's gonna help things and he's got one year of experience with a double a school and if you know anything about sports that's a lot of players play there because they don't make it to you know tier one schools it's a tier two school and he's played by Jason Sudeikis, who's amazing. He's hilarious in stuff that he's been in. Yes. But unbeknownst to Ted Lasso, who is as American as he can get, but in oh. a very charming way, uh -huh. the owner's wife wants to run the team into the ground. Well, of course she does. Because she wants to get back at the ex-husband so bad because it was the one thing he absolutely, truly loved. Yes, she wants to kill what he loves. She wants to kill what he loves. I feel her, man. I feel her. Oh, that's dark. Okay. So, but Ted Lasso doesn't know this. And he is a bright-eyed, 
I'm going to make the best out of any situation because even though everybody hates me. Yep. Kind of guy. Gotcha. And I'll tell you what, because of Jason Sudeikis, it's really charming. It's eight episodes and I'm going to watch them. All right. Because I know that they're, they're going to be predictable. Like I can smell episodes two and three a mile away. Yeah. You know, they're not going to listen to him at all. Mm-mm. They're not going to listen to him at all. He's going to get put down. He's going to get a speech from his best friend, who is the assistant coach. And then one day he's going to offer a suggestion to somebody and that somebody is going to take it. And then poof, they're going to start winning. So it's just kind of like Major League, but it's cute. It's on Apple TV, so why not? All right. All right. The other thing I watched of things that I watched is this new show that is a remake of a BBC series, and it's called Utopia, as is the BBC show. The BBC series, the British version, came out in uh, 2013, Mm -hmm. and... As far as I know, it was never particularly available in the U.S., even though I watched it because I have I, I used means to watch it. OK, you know, <laughs> uh, you know I can't find it anywhere m- anymore. The network, the BBC network that actually aired it, it's not available. So I because I wanted to rewatch the original just to be able to compare because I feel like it was like a lifetime ago that I watched Utopia to see, you know, is it even the same stuff? What, you know, what's going on? But I can't, I can't find it anywhere. If somebody knows where it is, let me know, hit me up. Um, so anywho, the new American version stars uh, John Cusack. <laughs> <laughs> And Rain Wilson is in it, along with a bunch of new people, a bunch of new people. And it's actually not entirely awful, even though there are reviews online that say it is. The The plot of Utopia is there's a group of people, they meet online, they're all into this same underground graphic novel that has all this, it's like kind of dark and mysterious about um, Jessica Hyde and her life with these people, um, Mr. Rabbit and, and whatnot, and how they're, and then there's a few of them that are conspiracy theory, theory types where they feel like there's like hidden messages within the comic. And so there, there's the first one was dystopia and the new comic utopia is one that somebody finds in like some hoarder house and all of them are fighting to get their hands on it, including this secret organization that is out to destroy the world. And it, it's pretty dark. Um, okay. It does have a little bit of humor in it, like dark humor. And it is fairly gory as well. Fairly gory. So on the level of the barrier kind of dark or no, a little not, bit lighter not, than that? It's much, much lighter than the barrier oh, because the U.S. Good. can't handle the barrier. That much is true. 
U.S. audiences cannot handle the barrier. And this is not as dark as the barrier, which if I could, if, if the British utopia was anywhere fresh in my brain, which it is so not, that might be a difference between the American and the British one. Because even the Brits can be a little more dark than Americans. Mm. Americans don't like dark TV so much. It's amazing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. You know, Brit or Europeans in general, the EU and and that part of the world can certainly handle dark. Look at Spain for crying out Fuck loud. Fuck yeah. Fuck, Fuck yeah. Dude. And they make some amazing TV doing that God, shit. Yeah. But nope, us, we need our happy endings and we mm-hmm. need our light, fluffy shit. And our, you know, comedic uh, relief, comedy relief, you know. Yes. Wow. So, well, okay. Yeah, I would say, you know, if you haven't seen the, the British version of Utopia, go ahead and watch this one on Amazon Prime. You might like it. If you're into comics you'll and, you know, conspiracy theories and hidden messages in comics, you'll totally love this. You know, and if you like the shadowy deep state organizations, you'll totally be into this because th- that's what this is all about. Excellent. Yeah. A, keeping with the sort of dark tone. Uh-huh. I watched Tehran. I did too. I, or at least I watched the first episode of Tehran. I watched all that are available because that's still coming out one at a time. So aren't they on episode three or four by now? Something like that, yeah. I think the next yeah. one is October 2nd. So... Tehran stars Israeli actress um, Niv Sultan plays Tamar Rabinyan, a tech-savvy Mossad agent who's been smuggled into Tehran to cripple the Iranian power grid before an Israeli air assault. But after a deadly snafu, Tamar must escape into the night then figure out how to survive in a city not exactly known for its hospitality toward Israeli spies. I swear to God, that shit had me on the edge of my seat the first episode. I did too, yeah. I was like, you know, because it opens with the people getting on the plane. Yes. And that the two young Israeli tourists on this flight at the last minute. And I was really worried about them. Yes, and one of them is gay too. Oh, I didn't pick up on that. How did I yes. not pick up on that? Because in their conversation, and they say it very quickly, you have I'm to read sure their it. subtitles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and that's part of the, I don't want to say challenge of this show, but the show is subtitled, but not everything is subtitled. Yeah, not everything is in another language. That's right, because some things are in English, some things are not, and so forth and so on. Yeah. But the two people who booked the last flight, who are not only Israeli, but one of at least one of them is gay. And they get very freaked out. Yeah, when the plane, so. Yeah, the plane is taking off from Jordan and there's an emergency, so they have to land in Tehran. And apparently is um Iran has a law where people from Israel aren't allowed and you'll be arrested immediately. That's right. They're and, enemies. And that's what the these two are afraid of. You can't land in Tehran. Please don't land in Tehran. We will be de- we will be dead. We will be dead. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, 
there is this there's this conspiracy theory going on about codes and and doing this airstrike and knocking out the grid before anybody knows what's happening. But again, like like I said, thanks to the snafu, the agent is stuck there. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you I, what. I'll Sorry. tell you what. <laughs> I can't wait to watch episode two because that this show is pretty good. It is damn fine. It is a damn yes. good show. Yes. Apple yes, TV yes, Plus. Yes, it is. Apple TV Plus. Everything else for me is really light this week. Um, I only have, I well, I watched the 2001 movie Tortilla Soup for the, I don't know how many ith time. I just really like it. It's really cute. It's extremely dated, I would say, at this point. But mm. I really liked it. And as I watched, there were a couple of actresses that I had seen in other things since then going, oh, she was in this? Holy crap, you know. Ken Marino's in it. Ken Marino? Ken Marino's in it. Probably looking exactly the same as he does today. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he does. So, yeah, he uh, does. Tortilla Soup is a is a family type of a movie. Hector Elizondo plays a master chef. He's a, thought, a father of three daughters. He His wife has passed away, and he loses his taste and smell, his sense of smell and his sense of taste. So he's a chef, and he has somebody else tasting things as he cooks it because he can't taste it right now. And then the daughters, they're all, like, they're all grown up. Um, but they still live in the house with them. But now they're getting ready to move on and, you know, live their lives and move out and, you know, find love and whatnot. And then, you know, and it's just that story. Well, okay. And it was not bad for a 20 year old movie. Yeah. It, you know, it's from 2001. So that whole Spanglish thing is a thing throughout the movie, which I haven't heard much of Spanglish and being pointed out in things since then, really. Yeah. yeah. Well, th- wasn't there that time when a lot of that was being done? Yeah, yeah. And that's this is from, you know, in that time. And, of course, Dad is like, English or Spanish? English or Spanish? You know, which nobody does that anymore. Nobody cares. Yeah. yeah. But it's a good movie. It's really cute. Well, that's really good. Like All right. So you had, you had told me that you were watching stuff on Tubi TV yes, and Pluto I, TV. I watched a show on Tubi that I could tell you about if you want me to, or I could wait until you're done. <laughs> no, 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 because I found something that I never knew existed. I did too. So what did you find? And I will tell you what I found. All right. I found this show. That's it's not like your regular show. It's it's a little more. It's kind of interesting in that it's called the booth at the end, and it's mm. kind of a psychological thriller. It's from 2010, and it apparently it was a Canadian show, which is probably why I never heard of it. It's this the man. We never get his name. He's just known as the man. He's this mysterious guy who sits in a diner at a table. And people believe that he he grants wishes for them, that he's got some mystical power. Okay. And they come to him because they want something, and all they have to do is make a deal with him. And all you see is him and the person 
and the d- different people parading through the diner to come talk to him. They're, they're just talking. We don't see any of the things that they do. They just talk about it. They just describe it to him. And there's several people within an, one episode who come through asking for different things. One girl comes in and she wants to be prettier. Another woman comes in, she's a nun, and she wants to hear God again. Another guy wants his son to live, you know, to get better. And so he makes these different deals, and he's like, okay, you need to go rob a bank, $10,000. And the person's like, what? What do you want me to do? He's like, that's the deal. How far would you go to get what you want? Do you really want it? If you want it, we make a deal. And then you, as it goes through, and the there's only two seasons, but all of the episodes are kind of tied together. You see the same people, and you start to realize all of these people, like their challenges, their agreements, they, the deals they make with him all are related and fit together like a puzzle. Interesting. And it's, you know... How badly do you want it? What are you willing to do? And then they're like, well, you told me to do this. He's like, no, I made a deal. You had a choice whether you wanted to do it. Is is doing this thing that sounds horrible worth, you know, is the thing you want worth that? Mm-hmm. It's really interesting. And it stars um, Xander Berkeley, who was in The Walking Dead. He played Gregory in The Walking Dead. And he played Peter Lockwood in Supergirl. Never watched Supergirl. Okay. Um, he was Agent Gibbs in Air Force One. Agent Gibbs in Air Force One. Or Terminator 2, he was Todd Voigt. Yes. There you go. Okay. Now I know who exactly who you're <laughs> yeah, talking about. Yeah, he's the guy that you've seen in things, and he's, he's that guy from that thing. She's he's one not of those. my mom, Todd. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he's, he's one of those guys. Yeah. That guy from that thing, because I recognized him, but I had no idea where I knew him from. Okay. Yeah, and uh, Sarah Clark also is in it. She's the nun, if you Sarah know who Clark. Sarah Clark. Clark with an E. Um, Why do I know that name? She was in 24. Oh. She was Nina Meyer oh. in, like, what? She's, he's, she's like his, his wife or something. Okay. In 24. All right. Yeah. So, yeah, she's in one of the episodes, and then all the other people, I, I totally did not recognize anybody else in that. But they was on Tubi, and I was like, huh, this is really pretty cool. And Tubi is free, right? Yeah, yeah. as far as I, what I watched, I didn't pay for it. It was free. Right. So when I was going through Tubi, I was like, all right, Patty's going to talk about Tubi. I'm going to talk about Tubi. I don't want to be left out. I'm the last <laughs> to know things. I found... <laughs> A lost episode uh-huh. that I had never seen mm-hmm. of the greatest American hero. Oh, my God. Quite honestly, if I sat down and watched it right now, they would all be lost episodes because I, <laughs> I don't remember any of it at this point. In so my <laughs> that show was my shit when I was a kid. Yeah, I was the shit. You know, basically the premise of that show is what happens when you become Superman, but you lose the instruction booklet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it was a very cute show. It was. And and I had no idea that in 1986 they were trying to revive it with a spinoff. That's right. I saw that as I was 
trying to find something to watch, I saw there's a greatest American hero, like the woman is. Like I forget what it was. The greatest American heroine. Heroine, yes, of course. And I'm looking at this like, what the fuck? This is the greatest thing right now ever. <laughs> so I I I hit play. Mm-hmm. And then the original theme starts up. Yep. So I so I did a little bit of research. I mean, <laughs> when I say that we have new friends who are on Sing On, mm-hmm. and and again, <laughs> please forgive me. I'm walking on air. <laughs> and Alyssa and Ashley and Rebecca and and the the woman's name who I can't pronounce. Shanae. Shanae. When. I say yes. I, I've been trying to sing that song for years and years and years. <laughs> but the episode itself was supposed to be a spinoff where a girl would get the suit. Yes. So the original characters came back one last time to pass the suit on because because Ralph Hinckley, who's played by William Cat on the show, <laughs> became way too famous. He was found out. He was supposed to have a secret identity. Oh, right. Okay. And he saved somebody one day and his cover got blown. Right. And then after that, he st- it started to go to his head and blah, blah, blah. Well, he gets called back up by the aliens. <gasps> so we meet the aliens on this show. Mm. And the aliens are like, yeah, you got to give up the suit. And as soon as you give up the suit, all memory on Earth of your exploits will be erased. Whoa. And the only people to know what you did will be you. Wow. So it's up to you to pick your successor. Wow. So I I I I was like, wait a minute, this is great. <laughs> but but the show was never picked up. Clearly, or we would have some sort of memory about it. Unless those so, aliens wiped it from our brains because it was they popular. did. <laughs> So what happens is during video releases and subsequent uh, syndication runs, it became the last episode of The Greatest American Hero. Hmm. And I had never seen it before. So Tubi became my shit today. (laughs) (laughs) It was awesome and stupid. Awesome. And and yes, it is... (laughs) Of streaming services, it is probably the broadcast equivalent of crap. Yeah, but yeah, it's like the can... UHF channel of exactly streaming, definitely exactly. But I've you and I both found hidden gems in Tubi. Yeah, and previously to finding this one, the booth at the end, I ha- was talking about Lex, that cra- yes. that wackadoo. Wackadoo sci-fi, sci-fi show. show. Oh my god. That was, uh, yes, I had found that also on Tubi. If you're looking for just weird shit and you want not the norm, and believe me when I tell you this, if you're not looking for high budget or even modern, <laughs> yeah. explore yeah. Tubi TV. Yeah. Or explore Pluto TV. Yeah, Pluto also has Lex, by the way. I noticed that when I was digging around for something. So yeah. somebody's getting a residual check for $5.23 because their rerun of Lex is running on Tubi and Pluto TV. Yeah. 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 And oh. both of these platforms have commercials in the middle of the stream, which, you know, whatevs. Yeah, whatever. But I, I only downloaded and looked at Pluto TV because my sister, 
she she cut the cord and hasn't had cable TV in a long time. And she was watching her regular broadcast channels through the YouTube TV service. Okay. They raised their prices to like stupid amounts to where she might as well just get cable again. So she said, screw you, YouTube. I don't need you no more. And so they started downloading a bunch of different things to see, you know, what they could find. And she said, and of course she texts me and says, Pluto TV has a Doctor Who channel. It's like classic Doctor Who. And I'm like, what? Yeah. That's what made me install it. And then trying to navigate and find things isn't the easiest with Pluto because there are so many channels Yes, and they're all. Oh my god! And and they're all categorized based on the genre. Yeah, and Doctor Who wasn't under in sci-fi, sci-fi which no, is why I totally under, missed it. Was under something totally weird and classic. Weird. It was under classic TV, I think. Yes, which in my brain, sure, it's the old Who, but that's not classic TV. That's that I would have that maybe in both places. You know, they should list them in more than one place. I would say. Because if Doctor Who is in classic as well as sci-fi, I could do that. And then it's live that. streaming of the Doctor Who. It's a, a live streaming channel. Yes. Yeah. So it's, it's like you're tuning in. You've you've changed the UHS the UHF channel, and you just came across an episode of Doctor Who. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what it. They also do have shows where you could watch, like you know, like Netflix, where you choose the show and all the episodes. You could pick and choose whatever you want to watch. And that's one I had first picked because I couldn't find Doctor Who. And I found an old 90s um, series from sci-fi. It only had one season. And I loved it. It's like an anthology series, kind of like The Twilight Zone. It's called Welcome to Paradox. And there's an episode in there starring Henry Rollins. Oh my God, your boyfriend. <laughs> yep. I, and, oh. so, and I'm like, oh. and I thought that Welcome to Paradox had this one story, but it didn't. It was actually like the 80s revamp of Twilight Zone that had this story that's been in my mind thinking it was from Welcome to Paradox. So now I need to figure out how I can watch 80s Twilight Zone to see that episode again. I watched Doctor Who today. I watched a little bit of it. Tom Baker, Doctor Who. Yeah, I know. With Romana. With Romana. The Lala Ward Romana. She was the second well, Romana. Well, I watched. Okay. So Tom Baker, before David Tennant, was my favorite Doctor Who. He still is my favorite. And And I have to say this because I was thinking about this. You wouldn't have David Tennant's Doctor Who. You wouldn't have any of the Doctor Who's like um, Christopher Eccleston, David Tennant, or any of those guys without the performance of Tom Baker. Yes. Before Tom Baker, when you had William Hartnell, Patrick Troughton, John Pertwee, you basically had grumpy old men. Yeah, I. John Pertwee was a little more the Bond version of Doctor Who. He was he was the Roger Moore version of Bond. The, the Bond, right. yeah, they were trying to make him more like Bond. They gave him like fight moves and stuff, right? And you know, phony ass karate moves, like yeah, exactly, neck chop, ha ha, yeah. And 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 he was driving around in this silly car a lot of the times. But, but whatever, the car was kind of fun. 
Well, the car was kind of fun. Yeah, but when you when you morphed into Tom Baker. Yes. Uh, well, and you, you you have to realize, too, that John Pertwee's doctor was was stranded on Earth. Yeah, he was. He was stranded on Earth because he was in trouble for things with the Gallifreyans. Right. So they, they took away his time circuit. Mm-hmm. So his TARDIS did nothing. Yeah, so, so it's always he, in present day America. Or not America, right. present day London. England. Blah, 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 right, blah. right. So when he became Tom Baker, then he could shoot across the galaxy. And my favorite episodes of Tom Baker, besides when he regenerated into Peter Davison, mm-hmm. was the key to time. Oh, the series of those, yes. Mm-hmm. The six series season where he fought, he had to find these keys. And that's when he first got Romana and the first, and that's when he first got generation of Romana, Mary Tam, mm-hmm. Mary Tam was Romana one. Yeah. And, uh, Lala Ward, who actually eventually became his ex-wife yeah. was Romana two. Mm-hmm. watching those today. Oh my God. I didn't realize how much I needed that in my life oh, right now. That, yeah. Because it not only brought back when I was a kid, but they showed an episode today. It was Romana 2's second episode. Okay. And they were tooling around what was then modern day Paris. Mm. Oh, I remember that. And Romana says, what year is this? And and he says, oh, I think it's 1979. <laughs> like, oh, that's so fucking quaint. <laughs> And oh. and they're riding around on the on the train and they're looking at the Eiffel Tower, excuse me, the Eiffel Tower. And and <laughs> I just didn't realize how much I needed to feel that innocent again. Yeah, yeah. Between that and the last episode of The Greatest American Hero, I needed that. Because I'm I'm flipping around today and there are nothing but fucking political commercials on right oh, now. God. You know, I'm finally getting into like my shows like botched or something like that on my Mondays and when we're recording this show and and then all of a sudden political ads come up and I just can't stand it. Yeah, I'm I'm already over them. I'm I'm over. I'm ready to vote. Yeah, I look every day in my mailbox for my mail in ballot because as soon as I get that fucker. I am going to it, it will not get cold in my house. <laughs> I'm going to fill that fucker out and I'm going to take it in and I'm going to get my stamp and I'm going to track that son of a bitch. But anyway, but seeing those episodes of Doctor Who and they break up those episodes too. Oh yeah. Just like they were meant to be. Unlike when they aired here in Chicago on PBS where they just made it one long show. One long hour and a half or hour and 40 minute episode. It this was done in their little half hour, twenty minute segments or whatever it was, and there was a, there was a Davros Dalek episode, oh, yeah, yeah. and oh, oh my, my God. God, it was so, so yeah. needed yeah. to hear the old, you know, Doctor Who theme. I was cooking at the, the time old too. Doctor Who theme that that was my shit, man. When that started up, I'm like, uh, oh, I missed this. So if you are a fan of Doctor Who. And and I really don't give a shit if you're a millennial or not or a Gen Z or whatever the fuck you are right now. You have to, if you are a fan of the current Doctors Who, beginning in 2005 on, you have to pay homage to what came before. And you should go to Pluto TV 
which is free. Mm-hmm. And you should and you should seek out Doctor Who. Putting aside how cheesy it is. Yeah, it's pretty damn cheesy. It's cheesy as fuck. But some Don't... of the classic stuff that the current Doctor is experiencing, it'll give you a little bit of a baseline of what what they're talking about. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And everything from the TARDIS and how it changes over time mm-hmm. to the Doctor's... I mean, it just... You know, the Daleks and the Cybermen and the Santarans. That's all I thought about today was, okay, so Davros did come back in the modern Doctor Who's. Mm-hmm. I know that much. And it's interesting how... Oh, and the Master that, as well. And the Master and all that. Oh, my God. It's so yeah. needed and so And cool. really, all of those are in Tom Baker. Yep. Even though I think the Daleks are... Before Tom Baker as well, I think. I'm pretty sure. I think they were John Pertwee. I, I could be wrong. I think they were even before that, maybe. Well, the master certainly is. Yeah, but I, he I, was, I'm pretty sure the Daleks were before that, maybe. Well, don't hold it. Don't yeah, hold don't it against us. I'm, I'm not the best yeah, that's all right. of remembering who did what, but. But if you don't want to hop around to really, really old, possibly still black and white episodes, uh, stick with Tom Baker because you'll get the master, you'll get the Daleks, you'll get the Cybermen, you'll get the Sun Towers. Oh, it's just so cool. And then you'll see K9. <gasps> K9. And oh, my favorite companion, Sarah Jane Smith. Just dope ass shit. Dope and- ass shit. It's it's it was very cool. And for a few hours today, I was a kid. And I don't know. And so everybody, I want you to log on to the watchlistpod.com. Our new sing on friends, log on, DM (laughs) us. What makes you feel like a kid? What show takes you back there? What takes you out of your modern and and brings a little bit of sun? to your day, especially now. I want we want to hear about it. So log on. Log on to the watchlistpod.com. Click on that contact us button. You can hit us up there. DM us on your social media. Oh yeah. Oh, it was so neat. <laughs> so thank you for that. That was that was cool. Oh, thanks, Sam. Sam, shout out big time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Not to mention when I logged on to Pluto TV, they were showing Patriot games, the Harrison Ford Patriot games. I was like, fuck yeah, I'm on board with this. Anyway, that's all I got this week. That's it for me too. So there's some cool new shit coming out soon. I just can't think of it right now. (laughs) Yeah, me either. (laughs) I'm like, is there is there cool new shit? I don't know. Yeah, I think there is, but Oh, the debates are tomorrow. So, which will be today. Which will be today. Today, Tuesday is the debates on PBS and some cable networks uh, at 9 p.m. Eastern time. Yes. So for those who want to avoid all of that shit, uh, we recommend Tubi and Pluto. (laughs) Abso-fucking-lutely. To find anything else if you're really not. You just just can't. If you just... can't and truthfully 
if you really want to avoid stuff and you really just even want to avoid commercials, watch your favorite movie. Yeah, or, you know, Disney Plus, HBO Max, all of those that don't have commercials. That's right. Pick something that does not have any kind of commercial content to it. Yeah. Pick something. Watch the original Die Hard. Oh, shit. Anything on Netflix. Anything on Netflix. Go for those Korean dramas that are really amazing. Yes. Stream Money Heist. Watch Sing On and Sing Along. And and ain't that right? Mm -hmm. You know what? That you you ain't said nothing but a word. (laughs) Sing on. At least you'll have some fun. You'll go down memory lane. You'll meet our new friends, especially the crew from episode two. Yo. And you will hear great music that you, not to mention, I don't know if they knew what songs were coming up, but the only show that I knew at least most, if not all of the songs was the movie round. How did they do it in shows where they, they, you know, some were 80 songs and some were modern. I wouldn't know how to sing a modern song. Didn't you see they had screens on the on the wall with the words. So it was karaoke yes. still. Yes, it was karaoke, but it helps karaoke if you If you know already know the, the song. song. Yes, yes, yes. I would have failed miserably at a lot of that. I, just because I don't know a lot of the songs that they're singing or I only heard them once or twice and I never practiced yeah. in the shower or whatever. I the only one where I would have been horribly struggling was the country one. Oh. I am not a, I'm just not that into country music, so I would not be very good at those. I know, I know one Garth Brooks song, which is fun. Yeah. And I think that's the one that they did the final, the final battle with. Is that was same, it Friends in Low Places? Yeah. The same one Garth Brooks song that I actually know all the words to. Blame it all on my roots. I'm not going to say that. I showed up in boots. <laughs> ruined your black tie fair. All right. I love it. <laughs> that, that And everybody, you can fold that up and put it in your pocket. Yeah. You can keep that mm-hmm. because I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, everybody, thank you very, very much for listening. Always make sure you log on to thewatchlistpod.com check out all of our back episodes and our current episodes make sure you hit us up on your social media at symbol the watchlist pod make sure you hit that subscribe button and uh, wherever you listen to your podcasts and if you have an alexa enabled device make sure you say alexa play the watchlist with patty and bill podcast and we will be there for you thanks for listening thank you all righty you guys have a good uh, time. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll catch you at some point. Yes, we sure will. <laughs> All, right. All right. Talk to you guys later. Okay, bye. bye. bye.